0: Next on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: 517 years ago, in Virginia, the first settlers landed in Virginia to establish a Christian nation. Today we interview Jack Stegman who is commemorating that event. Jack Stagman, who is uh, a patriot who loves America, originally from South Africa. I wanna to welcome to the program to talk about the first landing project in Virginia. How are you today, Mr. Stagman? Nice to
2: meet you. Dr. Jeff. It's, uh, it's beautiful to uh, connect with you today. Thank you, with all of our challenges. Well, wonderful. How did you happen to come to America? Well, again, back uh, 24 years ago, uh, I was led to come to America. I spent three months in America, and I went back home to South Africa. I lived in the city of Durban, and I told my wife that uh, I believe the Lord is calling us as missionary, missionary pastor to America. And her response was, I may be calling you, but he's not calling me. And uh, after a, a month after again, on a 40-day uh, fast, uh, she conceded that this is what we needed to do. And uh, on the 1st of April, 2001, we arrived here with two children, seven and 11. Um, And so a lot of people said to us, well, who's your sending organization? And we said, the Lord Jesus. And so we've been here in Northern Virginia since uh, 2001. Praise the Lord.
1: Well, in Northern Virginia, you have now helped establish a network of churches to talk about the Seven Mountains movement, or you say there's 20
2: mountains, but what is that movement? Uh, Dr. Chaps, that movement actually came out of the first landing event. Um, we spoke about you know what is people going to do for the future and we for the last seven months we've been working on a strategic document and we're launching the organization uh, in a, in another month. We're just finalizing our website at the moment, but essentially what Uh, what we're doing is you've obviously heard of the seven mountains and I I tell everybody the seven mountains had babies and it's now 20 mountains and the reason for that is that many people did not fit into the seven mountains and when we did our research we came up with primary mountains of influence and so people are now uh, readily able to identify where they're fitting in those areas. Okay so this is a metaphor
1: we're not talking about climbing real mountains here, but what we're talking about is the, there are different areas in the church that God has called Christians to influence the culture. For example, one of them is politics or government, and there's a government mountain. In other words, Christians ought to run for office and influence the government. Another one is media. Christians ought to be making movies and producing TV shows like this one to influence the people who consume media. Another one is education. People ought to be, Christians ought to be teachers in schools, in fact, the Great Commission is to teach the commands of Jesus around the world.
2: So what are some of the other ones? Uh, Well, you know, the military is a very important one as well. There are 29 uh, vets around the country and those in service. And I know that 29 people commit suicide every day. So the military is a very important uh, area. Uh, we have a lieutenant uh, colonel chambers uh, who himself is a green brave a green beret and a medical doctor who spent 27 years in the green berets and so he's heading up the whole mountain of the um, and the national intelligence, the military, the vets, and all the organizations associated with that. And then obviously we've got agriculture, which is an important one. Your environment is an important one. Uh, key right now is education. Uh, I live in Loudoun County in Northern Virginia, and our church, uh, Cornerstone Chapel, has been at the forefront of the fight of education. And recently they started their own school with 554 students. But when they announced that they were going to start a school, they had 2000 applicants. So you can see there's a tremendous uh, drive. Uh, Parents are very interested in trying to find alternatives to the public school system. And I'm sure we all realize that the the complications that we have with the the, uh, area. Uh, The military have just developed an amazing document to handle and to hold accountable the military. Uh, I'll be happy to send you that document. It's very inspiring. Yeah, we've
1: just we've just covered that extensively with two
2: of the original writers at militaryaccountability.com,
1: but oh good. I want to I want to get from the mountains movement, which you've been helping to influence in Northern Virginia, which is right close to Washington D.C. Thank you for doing that, because the church is uh-huh. rising up to take their role as leaders in each of these different areas of of cultural influence, which include the business community, which include um, uh, uh, the military, as you said, which include, um, you know, just uh, history is one of those areas I wanna get into now because back in 1607, when the first settlers landed, this is before the Jamestown colony, before the Plymouth colony, uh, something happened in Southern Virginia. Can you talk about the first landing event?
2: Well, what I found out uh, since this event uh, last year, we believe that 99% of Americans did not know this history, it's been kept away from them. And essentially what happened was um, three ships uh, commissioned by King James was, was sent to the new lands and the commission of those ships was to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the new America and to start trading, to start business in other words. So that was their commission. It took them 144 days to arrive uh, at, at Cape Henry, which is actually in Virginia Beach. There's actually a state park there called First Landing. And uh, there was a, a minister on board and he requested that the, the captain that they stay on board and pray and fast for three days. They then went ashore and planted a wooden cross on the shores of Virginia Beach. And they made a covenant that day. And it's one of the most powerful co- covenants that I've ever read. And as a result of that, we took that covenant and we rewrote the covenant uh, for America. Anyway, after those few days were up, those three ships went down the James River. And two weeks later, they, they arrived at what became the Jamestown Settlement. So
1: James, that's a good setup, but we need to take a short commercial break. When we come back, the covenant read by Reverend uh, Robert Hunt in April of 1607, right after this.
0: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews. But here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed. These are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom so you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at pray in jesus name. Please donate today when you visit our website, prayinjesusname.org. Again that's prayinjesusname.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45 or call us right now at 866 obey god, get yours today.
0: Need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Jack Stagman, who is leading not just a movement to inform a network of churches in Northern Virginia about the Seven Mountains movement, but also to remember the history of the founding of America. The left complains, and I think even Barack Obama says, whatever America was, it's no longer a Christian nation. We were founded to be a Christian nation by the first settlers who came in three ships before they even settled the Jamestown colony. They landed at first landing in Virginia Beach at Cape Henry. And I'm gonna read now the dedication. When they planted a cross on the beach, this is the covenant before God read by Reverend Robert Hunt, who was the pastor for those three ships. So I'm gonna read this and then I'm gonna have Jack Stegman uh, interject. He says, quote, This is Robert Hunt, April of 1607. He said, we do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to teach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us. And with these generations, take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as this earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be evangelist to the world. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here and may those who come here to inhabit, join us in this covenant, in this most noble work that the holy scriptures may be fulfilled End quote. This was the covenant they made with God when they planted the cross on the beach in Virginia. Before any other colonies were established, they dedicated America to Jesus Christ and the gospel.
2: Your thoughts. You know, that is a very powerful statement because uh, since writing the covenant, we've been out to many churches, organizations and we've asked them to recite that government. They normally spread the reciting amongst the two or three people. But every time that proclamation is made, that covenant that is spoken about, there's something that happens in the spiritual realm. Uh, it's very noticeable. At our last meeting, uh, I was the last to speak, and I read that document just as you have read it. And then the pastor asked, you know, This is so touching and so important to our nation. Is there anybody that wishes to be baptized in water? Well, 17 people stood up out of a crowd of 100 and they were baptized just there and then in their clothes. And so it has a tremendous impact. And then the other thing is uh, South Africa's going through a terrible, difficult time. I mean, if you have a look at where they're at. Anyway, a group of people got together and they said they wanted to dedicate the country to God. And we gave them a copy of our covenant and they took that template and they rewrote that from a South African perspective. They then climbed the mountain between the 6th and 8th of October last year and 5,000 people dedicated South Africa to God. So that covenant idea is starting to spread and wherever we go to talk about taking America back, that is at the forefront of everything we do and say, because we cannot take the country back without God's blessing, intervention, and guidance. Because if you if you realize it, the country's been taken back generations. It's not just recently, it's many generations. The satanic global elitist said, what do we need to do to depopulate the world and those that remain, we wish to control them. And they very simply put together a plan and identified those 20, mountains of influence and said, we need to put trillions of dollars, not only in America, but around the entire world. And that's why, uh, like many of our military people involved with us say that we need to look at this as a, as a military conflict. And what do we need to do to take those mountains back? And as General Flynn has said on many occasions, it's no good tackling the national level or the state level because the cancer is, is so deep. What we need to do is to go back into the local county level, and start bringing these people together in those groups, in those spheres of influence, and for them to start working together to take back their county, and that will impact the whole state. So we already have a pilot project in Frederick, which is about 93,000 people, and they have already got 12 different groups of the 20, uh, 20 mountains. And then they're beginning to operate in the area of education uh, arts and media agriculture and all of those spheres so we've got a pilot project that we're working on right now uh, which i think will be an encouragement to other counties now bearing in mind there are 3126 counties in america and our website and app that when it comes out in about two months time people will be able to identify which area they are connected to and we'll be able to connect them to the local county and they'll be able to speak with other people with the same same sphere of influence. That's a very simple strategy, but I, I believe it's one that's going to work.
1: Yes, now in April of 23, you and your team held another ceremony and it was big. It was widely attended 300 people at Cape Henry in Virginia Beach at the site of first landing as close as you could approximate to the place where they planted the cross. What happened there? Did you plant another cross and say some words?
2: Who was there? Well, just to give you some idea, there is already a cross there. It's been there since nineteen thirty five. Obviously the original cross was a wooden cross and it disappeared long time ago. Now the sad thing about it is that the first landing cross is actually based on a military base. And it's exceptionally difficult to get into that military base. You've got to have special uh, prior arrangements before you go there. So what we did in this particular case, because it's so limited to get access to that military base, we had a group of about 100 people with many of the local churches participating. And we actually had a dedication uh, at the cross. And then we went to one of the local uh, hotels, which was about two miles away and we had an all-day event as well as a dinner gala, and people like Glenn Beck, Michelle Bachman, David Barton from Wall Builders, and many, many others, uh, they took part. And the feedback that we get from everybody is that something significant happened in the spiritual realm. Now, I'm told by people in Virginia Beach that they never have tornadoes. As soon as the event was over, a tornado started off in one of the churches that we had worked with, and it went right through to the cross. It went right through that entire area, damaged many, many houses. And the people there said, we've never known of a tornado that's ever come through that area in their lifetime. And so I can't say too much about that, but that is what actually happened. And oh it went right out to see where the cross was located. The devil was angry. The devil was angry. He quote, was. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, the sea was angry that day, my friend, to quote George Costanza. Let's take a short break. Uh, when we get back, uh, Jack Stegman will say how you can get involved. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
3: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry, needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PrayNews and anything you're getting from MyPillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement, and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember, everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS. You get a big discount, and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support.
3: They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help.
1: (laughs) We need all we can get, for Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history.
2: I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had.
3: The MyPillow Topper for the first
1: time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the my pillow mattress topper. It's just
0: like a firm cloud. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
3: Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium My Pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever.
0: Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr.
1: Chaps, joined again by Jack Stagman. Uh, Jack, now that we have remembered our history, what happened 517 years ago, is America a Christian nation today or? Have we forgotten our moorings and our original intent?
2: Well, no doubt by that covenant made, and there's only a few countries that have made covenants. Israel is one of them. South Africa, believe it or not, is another one as well as America. But here's the problem. The majority of people, as I say, at least 99%, do not even know about this history. It's almost like it's deliberately uh, been been kept away from them. So if, if we set a, that covenant as a foundation for everything that we do, it's going to take us a long way back. So I can definitely say it's based on Christian values, um, without a doubt, uh, which has obviously been challenged, and also a comment on the churches. I I headed up the Ministerial Association in Northern Virginia uh, for about 15 years, and that's a whole discussion in itself. But essentially what I wrote in the document is that the Christian voice has left the church and the public arena, and there's maybe three to 5% of them, I call them the remnant churches, pastors are willing to get involved, stand out and speak about these these issues. And so it, what I've, in speaking with local pastors, I've found in asking the question, do you know where your interests lie of your community? And a few people know of individuals that have got a specific interest, whether it be education or finance or or government. And so we did a test going back three months ago. It was a group of 100. And we asked people, where do you fit in society? And they answered that question there. And we were able to develop a graph for that pastor. And for the first time, you could see that 12% of the people were involved in the military and vets. 10% were interested in education. And so we went down the full gambit of all the different spheres of influence. And he also had a list of the people in his congregation that had that specific interest. And so that was of tremendous help to those pastors. So part of what we want to do is offer that service to organizations, uh, churches, um, people of faith in every direction, and so that they can help to understand that the people are very interested and concerned about these topics that we are writing about and working in.
1: Praise the Lord. You are reminding us of our history, even as a, a man who came to America, maybe for that purpose, to, to have the mission to bring America back to our own founding, which obviously we have shown uh, was a dedication to the gospel of Jesus Christ, to work, that this new land would work with Britain to make sure the gospel was spread around the entire world. And isn't that really what's happened over the last 500 years? The gospel has gone to the four corners of the earth, largely from America and largely from Britain. And God has answered that original prayer that Robert Hunt gave on the shores of Virginia in 1607 to spread the gospel to every tribe, every tongue, who are the great Bible translators? Well, it's, it's Wycliffe and it's the Missionary Societies of Great Britain. And who is funding the gospel today? It is the American uh, business owners, the, the Christians who attend church, but give to foreign missions. Like we are sponsoring almost a thousand orphans and children in India these days. Um, and, and you are reminding us of our roots. Jack, we have just two minutes left. What is the gospel and would you lead
2: us in a word of prayer? Sure, sure. Uh, if I may just quickly, at this event, we came back to July, we were praying over the first landing area, and a week later after that, I sensed God to say to me, "Go back to origin, go back to origin," and I knew did not know what that was. And when I started to do the research, and I found out about Plymouth and about Jamestown and about first landing, it became very obvious what it means is if. Go back to Oridunus. Where did the gospel first come into the land? And you're right, we impacted the world. Although we're 5% of the population, we contribute 60% of the charitable giving um, around the world. And so we, we still have a very important role. And the encouraging part is that there are many pastors beginning to wake up and willing to work together. The church at I-10, Cornerstone Chapel in Leesburg, Virginia, with about 6,000. It's just one of those people that have just woken up. So okay, I want to just encourage one minute, everybody- Jack. Would you lead us in a word of prayer before we close? Yes, certainly. So Father, we thank you, Lord, for all the people listening today. Lord, you have a purpose for everything that you do. I pray a prayer of blessing over, over Dr. Chaps and all that he's doing. I pray a blessing over all the people that are listening to this. Those that are confused about what is happening in the nation, everything is going according to the plan and the the Lord is raising up his remnant who are coming together and are strategizing in amazing ways to take back America. We bless you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, for being with us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, you can learn more
1: about that project and see the photos and the history uh, reenactment recently, when you go to firstlanding1607.com. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. We need your donations, large or small. This is a viewer sponsored show. We can't continue to do this without your help. Please donate today at prayinjesusname.org. Or you can donate by telephone at 866-ObeyGod or just call for prayer. It's free, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time.